0: My BJJ, I'm pre diabetic. Fasting glucose ranges from 95 to 110. Hmm, that's not great. And yes, you are pre diabetic. What you want, optimum, for those of you who don't know, is 90 or below for fasting glucose. I brought my A1C down to 5% by eating less than 100 carbs per day. Excellent. That's very good. I saw a patient yesterday who's done well. He's lost 20 pounds just by dropping his carbs down to 100 per day, but you can tell by looking at his uh, HDL, his triglycerides over HDL, his uh, continued glucose bioindicators, his cardiovascular inflammatory markers. He still needs to drop it below there, and and that's one of the major things that we talked about. Huge improvement on 100 grams. Now maybe think about going to more like 50. Anyway, back to my BJJ he or she has gone to less than 100 per day and uh, that's keeping the glucose under 120 post meal. That's excellent. That is really, really good. I'm considering metformin. Any thoughts? Yes, I have that conversation with a lot of people. And just like everything else, there's pros and there's cons. If you haven't seen our videos, we've got a couple of them on TAME, the TAME study, targeting aging with metformin. Take a look. Check it out. The targeting aging with metformin, it, the quote PI, principal investigator, is a fellow named Nir Barzilai, physician at Albert Einstein in New York. The reality is Dr. Barzilai really didn't develop the study so much as the National Institutes of Aging. The gerontologists there said, look, we know that the vast majority of problems associated with what we have known to be, quote, normal aging, end quote, are really pre-diabetes. So if that's the case, maybe we ought to just put metformin in the water. And that's basically the tame study design. They don't put it in the water, but they say, once you reach a certain age, you go on metformin or the placebo. And that's what they're looking at. They got hung up in that study for years because the NIH couldn't fund it because of regulation. The NIH regulation says, Quote, normal aging is not a disease, so we can't do funding of things to look at normal aging. So that's obviously been a frustration. The whole point behind that story, BJJ, is to help underline the importance and focus point for metformin. It's like the conversation I was having with the patient I mentioned from yesterday. You know, then the next question comes in is, what does metformin do? Well, metformin, we know, tends to slow down the body's gluconeogenesis. Glucose meaning glucose, neo meaning new, genesis meaning make. So the liver makes new glucose and puts it into the bloodstream. As we get insulin resistant, our body sensors in our brain become more accustomed to having high levels of glucose. So when yours gets down to 90, for example, my BJJ, your sensors have all started to say, hmm, that's too low. We're used to it being higher. So the sensors are saying, okay, they go to the liver and tell your liver they pump out a little uh, cortisol or uh, some other hormones to make your liver start producing sugar to dump into the bloodstream. Well, that's why you're getting these higher fasting glucose numbers. Again, they're fasting, that's sugar that's being created by your liver. Now, the bottom line is with prediabetes, your body's engine begins to run too hot in the sensors for that glucose metabolism. Again, get accustomed to it and get accustomed to running your body too hot. You need to get into a position where you start slowing down, not only the postprandial or post-meal glucose, but also that Early morning glucose. Metformin helps in that area. There's some other things, you know, there's some other people would say, well, metformin, if you look it up on Mayo Clinic website, Mayo Clinic would say, oh, metformin has the risk of uh, metabolic acidosis. That's not true. I've got some challenges. Mayo Clinic's a great place, but their website has a lot of misinformation. Not so much dangerous misinformation unless you would say, okay, well, you know, some of their negative comments about metformin might create problems and risk when people should have been taking it. And they didn't because of the website. So, you know, you can debate anything. The bottom line is there have been not one but two Cochrane meta-analyses showing that. You don't get formic acid or uh, metabolic acidosis from metformin. There are other people who would say, well, you know, it does some damage to mitochondrial function. You can see that with Rhonda Patrick and some others. I think there's some validity to that. I think the biggest issue, though, is for those of us who do like a one or two day extended fast, if you're taking things like metformin at the same time, you need to be careful get hypoglycemia. So those are just all some of the pros and cons to be thinking about in terms of metformin. I hope that was helpful. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.